What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time of week. It's been a while. It's breakdown time. Media Clash's professional wrestling podcast, The Breakdown, available everywhere. And you know that if you're listening to this. And it's been a, a crazy couple of weeks in the world of professional wrestling. Crazy, crazy. Today in general, as we record, has been a crazy day in professional wrestling. Because there's just some crazy shit that has happened. There's some crazy rumors. I think Tony Khan listens to the show. Holla at your boy. I've worked with quite a few people that you have under your employ. Uh, Spentico retweeted my little birthday. Oh, he restoried my little birthday shout out to him yesterday. Yeah, that's nice. On Instagram. He still, I mean, he still interacts with me and shit on Instagram because that's the only way, that's the only time, that's the only interactions I have with any of the people that I've worked with before. But uh, I took the picture from Darkness Falls of him standing in the, the ring with the belt and I put a birthday cake over the belt and then fireworks covering up the other person in the ring. Who was the other person? The, 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 the I'm going to be nice. Brittany. Oh, okay. And um, I got fireworks going off and a fucking crazy panda. And I put good day on it where it's like, I didn't even have to use my AK. I gotta <laughs> say it was a good day. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like, uh, uh, so that happened yesterday. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Um, Spentico's great he will always be my world champion if uh we uh start a, a promotion saying it now he will be my first world champion only my first louisiana champion let me put that straight my my promotion i start will not have a world champion the highest belt will be a louisiana champion and the belt will be shaped like a big louisiana because it's Louis, like a, uh, yeah it's going to be Louisiana Championship, Crescent City Championship, and tag belts. The parish belt? No, no, no it's not going to be a parish belt. That's the belts we you, that, that I we had in, 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 in my promotions in the 2000s. The best bank no. tournament? It's the, <laughs> the best bank. That, that is good. Best bank tournament. <laughs> No, I actually, I, I kind of thought it was like, I'm going to get people who have at least wrestled in Louisiana to like be on that first card that have some kind of connection to Louisiana wrestling. But it seems like some of these people are going to be more expensive now. I bet. Uh, uh, Ricky Starks is, is going to be a little hard to probably get hold of now. I can imagine him. They're going to do something big with him. Oh, yeah. He like... You know, in April, like, yeah, that show, like, he better, like, that's just, that, like, I mean, I don't know how well-known he is, like, here, because he's, he had moved away from here, I mean, he had come back and wrestled here, but. He just did Wildcat, right? That's yeah. it? Yeah. Because I, I can't remember who trained him. I don't think Wildcat. I don't think the Hawks tr- Hawk trained. No, him, they didn't train him. But he did do shows yeah. for Wildcat. Um, like nobody's doing shows. Like I think the only place doing shows around is two two five, and that's like Homa, wherever area code two two five is, which is I think 
Like that's, Homa and everything. Yeah. I think that's like Baton Rouge area. Maybe. I, I mean, yeah, that's the only show that... That's the only promotion I know of running shows in South Louisiana. I think there's there's North Louisiana shows. Mm. But yeah, the South Louisiana, I don't think... That's the... Oh, 225 is the only show that I know of. But it's probably going... I'm probably going to have to... I mean, it's probably going to cost... Well, here's the thing. I can rent a ring and just do a one, do do show one off shows, or I go all in, which is gonna cost me probably like ten grand to buy my own ring and rent a place. I don't know. I don't know how I want to do it. I don't even know what name I'm gonna use now because there is another CCW Coastal Championship Wrestling. I was like, God damn it. So I was going to call it Crescent Championship Wrestling. Crescent City Wrestling. Or, yeah, Crescent City Wrestling or Crescent Championship Wrestling. I don't know. The Parish Wrestling? No, this is not the Parish. Fuck the Parish. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sure we can fi- figure out a yeah. stupid name. So uh, <laughs> th- th- we'll have to figure that out and how much that's going to cost us at some point. So yeah, like just, you know, there will be, I-, I will promote a wrestling show again at some point in my life. Um, What's hilarious is the athletic commission hasn't even updated the date on the application. It still says 2019. I mean, it's no surprise. I don't, I don't know why we have a commission. Like yeah. the rules are hilarious. The rules act like wrestling's like hundred percent legit. I mean, it's the same rules probably from like the fifties. It, it's 60s. this. It's the rules you would use as fictional rules in a wrestling promotion. Yeah, can't leave. Like it's the old WCW rules. Really, you, no over the top rope. No, no outside. No out outside the ring. No die. Like it's literally the old WCW rules. Can't go off the top rope. Nope. It's yeah. It's what I'm saying. It's all the old WCW rules from back in the day. Um. I don't know if we can get Dan housing. So I'm saying, like, it would, it's going to call, like, the card would cost me. Dan housing's came, um, whatever pro wrestling tease calls their cameo. Mm-hmm. I forgot what they call it. And, um, when Dan housing signed with AEW, I think it went up like 50 bucks. <laughs> but he's still, like, <clears throat> number one. Him and fucking 2.0. Apparently 2.0. They Because tra- <laughs> 2.0 are great on the mic. So I can assume anything they cut on somebody, you know. I wish 2.0 was more on the BTE. Because technically they're the fucking BET champions. Dude, B- B- uh, BTE is... I- I've been watching... Like, I hate the fact that it's now like very short vignettes and then we have to see the 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 ringside camera... For whatever the Bucks come out and do. Like, that takes up the majority of the fucking episodes. But some of those are really funny with, like, Brandon and stuff like that. I Dude, I literally, I just, like, I'll skip that shit. I'm like, I watched it. Like, I don't need to see. I started watching Ethan Page's toy stuff with the other guys. And the funniest thing is Hook. Like, the one episode with Hook in it, he didn't look interested at all. But, um... Because he's not, he, he wasn't laying underneath a stripper's ass. Yeah. And so, um, Ethan Page did a backstage thing, and his gimmick is to film 
Dark Orders 10 mm-hmm. eating in slow motion and how that's that weird music playing. Well, they did it, and this time it was 2.0, showed up, and it had like an eat-off contest in slow motion, which was very fucking funny. I mean, 2.0 are hilarious, and that, that's another one of the, uh, that's another case of WWE just completely. Oh, yeah. They like, cut shit in the bed. They cut them before they even gave them a chance in NXT. Yeah, like, it just, I don't, under, but that was when, that was after fucking Vince took control of NXT. It was before 2.0, but yeah, it was literally bef- after, before, you know, before 2.0, but when Vince took, it was when fucking Hunter got, went out, is basically, and he took over. It's like, cut everybody. I have to, I'm at to start like paying attention to the other people on the indies to like fill out, you know, a card. Yeah, it's um probably the best bet is they're still calling out Renee after that yeah. one shot. That one of her walking past with holding the baby. holding the baby. Yeah, and they trying to tell him. I don't know if they knew who she was. I'm sure they did. They call him like, and. Like Brandon's like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with her, because of most probably the husband. But um, I just love it. Like every time they're on there, it's like, hey, Blondie, you still want a piece? You want a taste? <laughs> they they are pretty good. They are pretty pretty good. That's that's the bad thing about AEW because they they got such a bloated roster. That I mean, here's the thing. You're not only here, and again, the the to the like. I don't think their roster is bloated at all. You need to rotate people. You they can't have rotate. the same people on the show every week, unless it's your big money draws. I mean, look at that fucking women's division, Ty Conti again. They just, I mean, they don't have. I don't know that they have all that many women on any contract. But again, you know what? Also, threw off the. I I feel bad for Kyling. For the simple fact they had her and they had her running with Big Swole and Red Velvet. What happened in the last few months that has completely thrown fucking Kylan off? They were Big Swole leaves, and the last time Kylan was on fucking TV, they job her out to fucking Brandy, who is connected at the hip to Red Velvet. So. You revolved almost the... If it wasn't the main women's storylines, you revolved them around Brandy. So you kind of killed the whole fucking division. Um, yeah, I guess so. That's the big news we'll talk about first. Is uh, Cody Rhodes did not resign. That we know of. I still think... As of worked. now. Um... It's a, if he doesn't go to the WWE and he resigns with AEW, I think it's going to be a hundred times worse for him. Oh God, yeah. He has to if 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 he was to show back up on Dynamite, he'd have to very much be like, "Fuck all y'all!" Like he'd have to go full blown. He fuck you, like Cody, come to the ring with the fucking black hair. Be the independent. Bullet Club, in, Co- yeah, indie guy. That when you first left WWE, what, what, um, 
Cadona's doing right now. And what's sad is, at this point, if Cody is gone, Cardona and them will never go to AEW. Maybe. Grant, because Mark works for AEW, so they may. He may come back over. Yeah. But that was the annoying part when he showed up in AEW to begin with. I'm like, all he did was, like, JR kind of honestly buried him. Like, oh, it's the toy guy. Like, really? Well, you got to think. Matt. And it was all, it was and it was just fucking connected to Cody. And I'm like, that's so dumb. Well, you just got to think. It's, uh, Matt probably makes so much fucking money now on the indies and plus Patreon for his podcast. I mean, that's split between more than just him. I but mean, yeah, it's still, but it's still one of the highest wrestling related oh yeah, podcasts like they, they, yeah, pro, for merchandise. Patreon. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they make money, but. Yeah. Um, but with the Cody thing is, it's the fact that so much stuff came out when it first got released. People thought it was a joke, like it wasn't real. And then it's slowly other sites started to pick up on it and, and got their sources confirmed it backstage. And then you you started hearing other stuff. Like one Sports Illustrated reported that Cody was leaving because he didn't have the creative freedom like he used to have. That he wants to have creative freedom. Don't go to W. Yeah, don't go WWE. back to don't go back to Vince because you ain't really ain't gonna have it. Yeah, I mean, look at fucking most of the people that resigned. I mean, here's the thing: like he goes back to WWE, he's losing when he comes back. Plain and simple, bro. No, he'll get it. He'll have one main event run. But he's when he shows he's gonna up, lose. his first match back, he's losing. Yeah, they're going to put him with fucking Roman. Dude, look what they did with Alexa. She's been gone for how long? People love her, and then she loses the fucking chamber. Why? Why was she in that match? Because you didn't have any other credible women to put in that match. You could have put Shayna in that match. Shayna won it. Eliminated as she pulled a Brock. Yeah. So don't don't give me that you don't have like you have other women that you could have put in that match, but you wanted to fucking put Alexa in to get the pop, and she did nothing. And then on top of that, you had um, other Cody stuff. Is everybody loves him backstage, but nobody likes Brandy. Everybody hates Brandy, which other wrestlers came out in defense of Brandy. Not a lot, and it's mainly- no. It was like Nyla. Red Velvet. Oh, look. It's the people who were like in Dustin. that initial. Yeah. That in, well, no. Red Nyla wasn't in that. That no, was Awesome Kong. No, not. Yeah, Awesome Kong was original in the Nightmare Collective. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I mean, here's the thing. As bad as that was, that's all. that was all Cody and her. That's the kind of creative they wanted to keep. See, here's the thing. Cody didn't want to turn heel. Like they wanted him to, simply because he has two shows. Yeah, he has to be the babyface. He can't be a fucking heel but when you then, got two fucking shows. Then, then clearly you're not you're not paying attention to the person who you're trying to be because you're trying to be the Miz. And then, and the Miz is a heel. Yeah, and his show is hilarious. And then, um, Brandy doesn't want to be a fucking babyface. She wants to be a heel. That's why her little program with. Um, Oh my God! Paige Vance, was it Paige Vance? Ant? Yeah, that was what it was gonna be. She was supposed to gonna have a a, fight, a match against Paige you're, Vance. Ant. You're literally in Chicago, and you call it Cleveland, and you're shitting on the crowd. You're supposed to be the babyface in this fucking feud. Dude, here's the thing: 
She gave, like, the last two paint promos that Brandy came out and cut, she cut them with shit-eating grins on her face. So they weren't, uh, like, you couldn't take what she said serious at all. Yeah. And it's like, what are you trying to, like, what are you trying to do? Like, I'm still upset we're not going to get an, uh, uh, a Dan Lambert-like finished promo. Like, saying coming out and just being like, I was right. But here's the other thing. So now this whole Cody and Brandy leaving, where does that leave Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky? Because you fucked them over. Yeah, now you have to go back to the drone boy with that whole American top uh, yeah. top team. Like That's why I'm like, look, Tony, I can come in and I can help you out on creative end because I have the way to do Like You let Dan Lambert come out and cut a promo bragging about him being right. But also, as you've seen with the Eddie Kingston Jericho promo that they did on Dynamite, Cody's now he who shall not be named. You no, know, I might have just been a Jericho thing because they named him last week. Oh yeah, that's true. They were talking about when Punk announced the. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said Brody versus Cody was the last time they had a doll collar match. Which so, people are saying. I can see. I can see Jericho being like, "Fuck you." I mean, I could see Jericho kind of being that way. But also, there's tons of reports of Jericho when his contract's up soon. He only signed for one year that he can go back and finish his career in WWE. Vince will take him back. But here's the thing. Jericho doesn't need to finish his career in a WWE. No. Nah. Jericho has basically been in every major promotion now. Technically, if it wasn't for Jericho, AEW wouldn't exist. Yeah, no, because he needed to be like we said. We we said this on the podcast when AEW launched. Jericho being the first champion gave that belt legitimacy. No, it's also Tony Khan watched the Kenny Omega versus Jericho at. I mean, at, I get uh, that, but I mean, in the grand scheme of selling your company and oh, selling your world title, legitimacy, legitimacy was given to that belt when Chris Jericho was the first person to have it. Like, I am amazed that we didn't get... Like, they kept, you know, when Eddie was saying, I want this version of Jericho, I want this version of Jericho. I'm surprised he didn't go, I want the Jericho that beat Stone Cold Steve Austin in The Rock in one night to prove that you didn't need to be a certain type of person to be a great wrestler. Like, that would have been... that. That's something I would have thought, like... Mm. Like, clearly Jericho is smaller than both of those men. And he became the first undisputed, like, the first unified champion for, like, W, like. But again, it kind of makes, he was the first, well, no, because Austin was in WCW. But he was the first United. Uh, well, no, he, he, he unified, unified the WCW the belt. belt and the WWE belt. Yeah. But, again, you know. Jericho doesn't need to go anywhere. Like Jer- Jericho can literally fucking he's going to I honestly I believe he's going to disappear after revolution and go be off TV for a while, go on tour and do that. Unless it's going unless he's playing, I haven't looked at the the schedule. Unless he's playing. He's got a cruise coming up soon. around the time that he the AEW's in certain places. Um Jericho Cruise is coming up again. Like two months, three months. I know Smashing Pumpkins coming through. I'm like, man, is is NWA going on tour? 
Oh, the wrestling. Because I was about... <laughs> yeah, because Billy Court, like Smashing yeah, Pumpkins is going on tour. Is NWA... Because they're not playing a lot of shows. At least all I saw was, I think, the March dates. Yeah. And New Orleans is one of them. Fucking Paul McCartney ain't coming back. He announced his tour. The closest is uh, Dallas. Dude, everybody's skipping here. I mean, it's everybody did. It's not. It's nothing new. It's always Dallas to Florida, mm-hmm. or Dallas to fucking Alabama sometimes, or Arkansas. It just Motherfuckers will skipping. go to the Coast Coliseum before going to the arena. Yeah. Um, that's why when rock that's what, what's hilarious when, when rock bands do come through they're playing fucking Southport and you still can't sell you still can't fill that motherfucker up fucking Rod Zombie did Holland, the Holland Wolf or Tipitina's I think was it Tipitina's I think it was Tipitina's had to, like yeah I don't think it was the old, the old was, Holland Wolf wasn't all it really didn't have much room no um I want to say it was Tipitina's because that was like right around that hurricane time that was supposed to happen. Yeah, because I mean, there's only really House House of Blues, Tipitina's, Southport, or then you have oh no, um, the Orpheum. Yeah, like you've only got like five venues. The Sanger, uh, Molly Jack, uh, Molly Jackson. Uh, Mahalia Jackson. Mahalia, uh, Mahalia Jackson. Jackson uh, I think the only band I've seen at the Sanger. Oh, was it Mahalia? One of the two. Mahalia or Sanger was Tool. No, puts uh, no, not Tool. The other thing that Maynard does is it Pussifer? Yeah, Pussifer did uh, Sanger. That yeah, one time we and seen he had, it. but I mean they had a stage show. That's why it was. It was like the Luchadors. Oh, yeah, it was a yeah. weird ass concert. Yes. <laughs> With a fucking wrestling match in the middle. Not bad wrestling match. I wonder who the wrestlers were. I, I remember like they were they were they were actual like I can't remember, but I had at some point I had seen who they were. And they were like indie people. But uh Yeah, I just I Cody, I mean, like if this isn't a work and he is honestly if he's honestly gone, like, dude, bro, you like I hope you get booed every time you come out on WWE TV. See, here's the thing. And not like he's a heel boo him, like X-Pac heat. Like go away. You're going to have you sold the fuck. Like I guarantee you that crowd's going to chant you sold out. No. Here's the thing. What's going to happen? Um I think Russell Talk uh was talking about it when he was talking about the Cody leaving and stuff like that. The main core of WWE's fan base doesn't watch anything else. They don't pay attention to anybody else other than WWE. The, so when, no, no, no. That's the people who watch on television. You're going to have people. You're going to have some people, they yes. They go to the arena. Certain cities, yes. Yeah. Let Cody show up in Chicago. Chicago, Miami, New York. Um, Philly. Philly, yeah. But. I mean, he might get booed out. Like, they show up. They come here, he might get booed out. of the like, Nine times out of ten, those fans don't know what never seen AEW. Well, so like the kids they know AEW, but they never watched it. Yeah, the kids it. and shit. Like, so you're going to have at least 20% of the crowd in like even like the most mainstream of cities is going to know what the hell's going on. And plus, a lot of those fans wasn't around when fucking when Cody was in WWE. He's yeah, been gone been, from like, WWE gonna, for a gonna while. You're going to have you're going to have large contingents of fans at these shows. Like Who's, you're going to hear a, Vince is going to have to turn the microphones off 
crank up that fake crowd noise because you'll hear it. You'll you just like you heard it when Ronda came out and cut that promo. You could hear and see the crowd gave two shits and they cranked in cheers. If he comes back to WWE, it's going to be the Raw after Mania. That's so dumb to keep him out that long. But that again, that's a WWE thing to do. Yeah, like we're not gonna strike while we've got the attention. No, we're gonna wait. Supposedly, um, he's been in Orlando at the Performance Center cutting vignettes, filming promos and stuff like that. Yeah, but supposedly he was on a plane to fucking Saudi Arabia too. Yeah, I need to see actual when, proof. When fucking. Bobby Lashley went hurt and he left at the beginning of that match. Um, Cause I was watching Russell talks reaction and watching a chat. Everybody went, Cody's coming. Cody's coming because of that one stupid picture that was fake mm-hmm. saying that he was in Poland. Oh, no, it was, was a real picture. It was just not from then. Yeah. It was a different time. Um, but the, the fact is Cody coming into WWE they only know Cody as like barely a fucking lower to mid card fucking person. Yeah, he was person. never anything. Yeah. They were like, what the fuck is Stardust doing back? If anything. you like, That's what I'm saying. You would have to acknowledge. His brother would get a bigger fucking cheer. Yeah. Coming back as Goldust. Here's the, here's, the, here's the best thing though. This fucks over. I mean, just if you, if this is legit and he leaves and he goes back to WWE. This puts every feud he has had in a new light. You fucked over QT Marshall. Because that whole feud was, my style of training is better than yours. Yeah. So QT Marshall has been a joke. The factory has been a joke since that feud. You essentially, by leaving, have buried QT Marshall, buried Anthony Agogo. Bur- like buried all buried the factory. What do you now do with Brock, Lee Moriarty, Arn, Dustin? They're called the Nightmare Family. They all have the fucking tattoo on Cody's neck on their gear. It's also the fact of I want to say, um, I think. The Anthony Agogo was the beginning of the tailspin. Oh yeah, he should have Cody. never beat Anthony Agogo. Never. It, it goes back to the tail of the tape when they couldn't get the fucking weight. I mean, even like that was. I, I'm sorry, those kind. But again, everything he did was so WWE. That's something Vince would do. He literally gave a speech about fucking overcoming racism. And that became a huge joke online. Because that everything the- he did was so Vince. Like say like brah, you're not you're not your daddy. Cuz yeah. if if you're trying to say you're being your daddy, then your daddy is everything that's wrong with the WWE. Then, because every angle you've done has been like this could have been on Raw. Like it's been no different than what was on Raw. What? That's the only that, this is one of the big things I disagree with Cornette on cuz he'll like he, he bags on the Bucks and Omega, and he says Cody was the best professional wrestler out of all of them. I'm like, no. Cody can put on really good matches if he's got a really good opponent, but I'm pretty sure Kenny Omega can have a match with anyone. He had it with a nine-year-old girl. And put and he hates that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, 
Omega can have a match with anyone, and it'll look fucking amazing. Look at the Bucks. Cody can only have good matches with people who are good wrestlers. And his best match in AEW was against his brother. Because the dog collar match against Brody, he got it was basically a squash. Yeah. The Agogo match was horrible. But he ended racism. Did he, though? <laughs> um, the Cody thing is, speaking of Kenny, also, Carnett loves him simply because he wrestles the old school style because that's the way he was brought up and trained by by his dad. I mean, I get that, and it's good to be... Like, there's like there is an upside to being an old school wrestler. But also... But you have to be able to adapt. That's the one thing I'll always... I, if, if I was... Fuck, if I have a talk to Cornette, I'd be like, brah. Like, it's not 1980 anymore. Yeah. Like, shit's different. But it's also the fact of you watch every one of his matches, every one of his promos, every one of his backstage stuff. It is literally sports entertainment. Yeah, it's... It, nothing Cody did in AEW would not feel out of place the sledgehammer, on Monday Night Raw. The sledgehammer on the fucking throne. Because that's the kind of shit that Vince does. Coming up from the bottom, f- being raised up on the elevator, the only person oh, who had dude, that fucking the entrance. The only person he had his own special entrance way. Yeah. Somebody needs to, co- like, that would be the best way to start that fuck of a Dan Lambert fucking promo. He, Play uh, Cody's music and have fucking Dan Lambert come out of that fucking middle entrance. Nah, you already did it with Punk. Not that long ago. Punk did the same thing with, uh, he came up, MJF's music hit, and Punk came out and said. See, but th- that, that was just a, like, right then it made sense. That this is a massive payoff. This is how you end the Cody Rhodes, the Cody, the Rhodes brand, the Rhodes American Top Team story, and you let them move on to something else. Um, I think Cody said he wants Jade to have that entrance. Dude, unless they let Jade keep going. Here's the problem with Jade going undefeated. You aren't feeding her anybody of any consequence. If you're going to build her to be a female a female Goldberg, which I'm fine. Like, again, she's, she's as green as Goldberg was. Like, she's not, like... She has improved a lot. She the has, game. but then like I'm like the TBL, like the TBS the, belt. A, I hate the fact that the belts are named after fucking the channel they're on. But then like the bitch show, I'm like that makes no sense. It's, it's the fact of with Jade. It's um, I think they put they they pushed like her character. The attitudes pushed way too much. They're putting like, her. It just they it putting, feels awkward at times. They're putting her against opponents that has. Little to no experience, and she has little to no and experience. Yeah, the ma- and they make so the matches look worse. That's yeah. why, like, she had a tough time with the bunny. And I'm like, yeah, because technically, the bunny's a good wrestler. She's bunny, been, yeah, like, she should have put up a fight. Yeah, but then again, it's like you had two heels in that match. It's when Ty came out to the, to make ti- the save. I'm, I'm tired of seeing fucking Ty. Her and Anna Jay. I'm like, I'm yeah. tired. Um, when he came out to make Ty came out to make the save, and um, Ty didn't even come out to make the save. Ty came out to challenge for the belt, 
And then Anna comes out like, oh my god, she got the Jade beat her up. I'm like, Ty Conti came out to start shit. Yeah. She got what she deserved. Her finishes. That weird fucking go to sleep where she Because she's gotta she's now gotta do fucking Sammy's move. They both do a fucking version of the go to sleep. Well, yeah, his is go to hell. Yeah. So now she's gotta do it too. Like it's I hate this. I here's the thing. I hate when they acknowledge couples because a it's already blown up in Sammy's face. Yeah, you literally got you proposed on fucking camera, and then come to find out you were fucking cheating on your fucking fiance with Ty Conti, and you're like, I'm fucking fine with it. It's the that, fi- to me. That's when Tony goes. You know what? No. To bring it back to Cody, if if this is it for Cody with AEW, um, it was a very good match to end on, him and Sammy, that ladder match. Because that fucking cutter. But again, it was a match that didn't need to happen. Didn't need to happen, but it's still, he put on a great fucking match. He, That's the one thing I give Cody credit. But that's what I'm saying, it goes to show, like John Cena can put on great matches when he's got a great opponent that can help him and hold him up. No. Cody cannot wrestle a nobody. A non-experienced... Like, Cody made all the fucking squash matches. Like, nobody came out better for losing to Cody. No, but he made a lot of those young talent look a million bucks at times. During some of those matches. I mean, I don't know. He didn't... Anthony Agogo didn't come out looking like a million dollars. Well, also, Anthony Agogo couldn't keep his mouth shut on fucking Twitter. That's why you haven't seen him in a very long time. No, he's... No, he's on fucking... Dark. Yeah, he's on Dark. But, I mean, that's where he... They, he was with the... Again, because of the fucking... We buried QT. And I think Agogo was overseas. Like, he... It was an issue getting him back over. He was talking shit on Twitter against Roman, I think, or something like that. Like, he started talking shit, and I don't know. Um, I mean, he got I, in trouble for it. I don't know why that would have, like... Anthony Agogo, bronze medalist, could probably knock fucking Roman out in one punch, legitimately. I want to say it was something... Uh, fuck, I'm going to have to look it up. But um, the way they were building him, and then just cut him off at the knees, and just ne- you don't hear nothing from him ever since. Yeah, because, I mean, he's been on Dark... Like the last few weeks. Yeah, he's finally coming back into wrestling. Maybe it was a visa thing that he had to go back home. That's what I'm thinking. Because I, I, I wanted like he was. I, he. I don't think he was over here. I think he was. Now, I mean, I could be wrong because I mean, I'm pretty sure they even said that. They said that on Dark, like he's back over, which means it, then it could be a fucking work. Like it could be a work, like yeah. the story. But I mean, again, I want to say he got in trouble for for tweets. Anthony that he had Ogo to delete. Didn't come out looking better for that match with fucking Cody. QT Marshall didn't come out fucking look, especially since QT's probably like your mainline fucking trainer for fucking talent. Definitely didn't come out better fucking for feuding with Cody. Sammy was already fucking over and didn't need to fucking feud with Cody. And he's kind of a nothing champion right now. Darby didn't need to fucking feud with Cody. Yeah. This one's like nobody came, no, uh, in my honest opinion, nobody feuded with Cody and came out better for it. Miro? 
No, because Miro's not around. Like I don't know where. Well, I don't know why he's hurt. He got hurt. Okay, so then that's. But again, and plus he's st- he's stuck in the fucking matrix or oh, the <laughs> the white room. Yeah, with the architect. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, what they need to do when they bring him back is they need to fucking just bring Lana with him. No, you bring him back as that last spot for the fucking uh, face of the rev- uh rev- No, that's where uh, I, the Scott's supposed to come in. That's oh, really? what I heard. Like he's gonna Swerve? be he's gonna be that last person. Strickland. Yep, Strickland. Okay. I wouldn't mind that. Because they're all reuniting in GCW. And the thing is, you win that thing, you only get a fucking shot at the TNT title. It's not for the world championship. I mean, the one thing I do agree with Coda, like you can make like dude, that mid like that mid tier title could have been held up in as much regard as the championship title, since the championship title isn't defended nearly as much. Yeah. I just think like I'm sorry, like walking around with a belt that just got the fucking network logo in the middle of it to me just doesn't doesn't lend prestige to that title. I love JR so much. Mr. Get off my fucking grass. Get <laughs> a, get off my yard, fucking JR who doesn't get wrestling. Um talking shit to fucking Sammy's coming out with the two belts and JR's just talking shit. It's like, why the hell he's got two belts? <laughs> I don't understand this. This is dumb. Which makes no sense. Like, I get it. It's two separate belts. Yeah. Like, they're literally two different belts. They're not identical. Because I think on one belt, there's no jewels on the TNT. And in the other belt, the TNT is jeweled. So they look different. They reflect light differently. Oh, just got an email. Um, so apparently I'm on the Kevin Kevin Nash shenanigans uh, party mailing list that he he held he holds us like little vip party every year for wrestlemania weekend so uh they just announced xbox gonna be there al snow scotty too hottie socal val eric bischoff jeff jarrett so far dude he's like as much i'm assuming nash is kind of mellowed out oh yeah and because he did he wanted to do cardona's live like his last, their last live show for the podcast. Like he reached out to them to do it. Like not, they reach out to him. It's not like most of the people that show up at those are like friends. Cause I think there's quite a few people at the last one that come in and talk about toys and shit. Like the uh, actual people from the business. But they said Nash's Nash's people, like manager, reached out to them, and then Nash called them and was like, "Yeah, I want to be on and talk about stuff like toys and you know." So I mean, I'm, I'm he's got to be mellowed out in his old age. I wonder how much money he still has because they had to have been made like W. They they had to have raped Ted Turner. Him and Scott and Hogan. Always made one dollar more than the highest paid wrestler. Yeah, like they had. To, yeah, so if anybody named, came in and got money, like yeah, which yeah. basically is what Cody tried to get. That's why he loved <clears throat> Bret Hart signing with WCW because they got a huge fucking pay raise. Yeah, fucking. Um, and plus he never, like he, he was, like invested his money well, like he knew he knows how to invest money and stuff yeah. like that, and he never <clears throat> bought stupid shit. Like he he kept his money. And he didn't have dumbass kids who made you lose all because that's what happened to Hogan. 
Hogan's yeah. money went because... Uh, no, he got into a fight with his kids and both of them got arrested. <laughs> yeah, his kids fucking squandered his money and his fucking wife got it and got money into divorce. Yeah. Because they... Uh, I think the family of that kid that died in the car with his kids sued him and yes. he had to pay them out. Yes. So, yeah. And then how much money you invested in your daughter's singing career? That never went anywhere. Yeah. And now you can't rely on WWE checks anymore because the infamous sex tape came out in the aftermath of that. Yeah. Getting canceled. But the um, the AEW signings lately, speaking of Strickland, um, Keith Lee made his amazing. glorious limit on uh limitless i really wish they would go to af the cfo and get them to do the music yeah that'd be awesome him versus fucking uh isaiah was great because he just chunked the shit out of him oh yeah that fucking ring dude i cannot wait for that ladder match keith lee was being keith lee in that match and everybody looked like he got a huge fucking pop too Mm -hmm. was so good um the bit uh, yesterday with um, Ricky Starks and him acknowledging their fucking oh, the the indies. Yeah. And the big old Hobbs got in his face. Dude, I love Hobbs. Big old sweaty men. Slapping meats. Slapping meats. <laughs> Slapping meats. Um, so, yeah, the fucking Keith Lee glorious return. Um,. Dan Housing, what they're going to do with him. I mean, technically, his leg is still not 100% yet, so he can't wrestle. But Dude, he's like he's been on like their pre-show online for, before Dynamite. Yeah. You put him on con- commentary for fucking Rampage or something. <clears throat> um, Dude, Rampage fucking commentary is... All, no, no. Rampage commentary is always cra- already crazy, and dark commentary is already crazy with Taz. Taz just wants to... He's just saying inside jokes just to fucking pop... Excalibur or and it's, Mark it's, Henry or somebody. Because he knows like the people who are watching on, on YouTube are fucking like Die people hearts. like me. Yeah. Like I, I watch Dark and Dark Elevation every week. Granted, I and I started watching it strictly to watch people I know. Because that's where they were wrestling. But now I'm like, it's fucking entertaining wrestling. Even though they're all squash matches. Unless like it's... You'll get the oddball, like, real match. Because you'll get, like, 10 matches in an hour. Yeah. Like, you're getting, like, five-minute matches, and there's no... Unlike WWE, who fucking puts, like, a 10-minute fucking promo package between every match. So, speaking of WWE real quick, a little bit of trivia from Elimination Chamber. Elimination... The men's mental Elimination Chamber was the shortest elimination chamber in history. Yeah, because once Brock came out, they fucking, like... It was 15 minutes long. A little over 15 minutes. The entrance for Roman Reigns and Goldberg was 16 minutes for a five-minute match. Stupid. Um, so... But they made $50 million because that's how much they get paid per fucking Saudi yep. Arabia show. And they're going back again. And probably, what, November? Yeah, probably. Because they owe him two shows. I mean, here's the thing. The Saudi government and the, the royal family, pieces of shit. Like most fucking monarchies. 
I'm not going to knock the people because the people want to see wrestling. Like, you see kids in that crowd, they're fucking excited. You got to think. I do find it hilarious that the women had to cover up from head to fucking toe, but, like, when in the crowd you see, like, little girls, like, kids, like, in t-shirts and shit, and I'm like... Well, here's the thing. Those... If you're trying to, to portray modesty into in front of the this majority male crowd, having these women in skin-tight fucking bodysuits, completely opposite. Yeah, so that's that was the big takeaway from the women's elimination chamber. Like they didn't have to wear the big oversized t-shirts over the body suits. Yeah, but also them coming out wearing those fucking body suits. They literally you're sexualizing even more sexual. Yeah, because some of the than, like so Rhea Ripley looked like a they were they were Rhea Rhea looked like a dominatrix. Yes, she usually is. I mean, oh, like a Cenobite. Yeah, like she usually isn't that. Like she shows her midriff. Like she uses, she has a a mid. Like her top is like a fucking sports bra thing, and when she usually wrestles, and then she's in, like she looked way more overly sexualized than that. Fucking Charlotte is is much cleavage as she usually shows in her fucking tops with a you know because she's got these big ridiculous fake boobs, like that red thing she was wearing. I'm like. So people compared it to like old prospector onesies with the little flap in the back. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking uh, Nikki's. I'm like, w- w- like all they did was add sleeves. Yeah, to Nikki's. I'm like, what? What? what why? <laughs> Ronda Rousey came out in a fucking her judo gear, gi. Because I, I mean, again, that was like. And and no makeup. That was the other big like everybody else is like all the other women in that like they all had make they were done up. She comes out in her fucking gi and no makeup and a fucking ponytail. I'm like, apparently she got in trouble that first night on Raw. Yeah, she, because she came out and cut a fucking heel promo. Yeah, and they were like, "No, dumbass, you're supposed to be a face." It's also reported that up until December, um, before. Rhonda reached out to to resign. Um, she didn't. Re- uh, she didn't resign. Like she still had a year left. If you're gonna if you're gonna pull that shit with every other contract, where you go away and we add that, like she had a three year contract and she still owed them a year. That's what it was. And um, the original uh, women's main event match was going to be um, all four horse women versus each other, like a four way dance. Becky, Charlotte, Chaucer, Bailey. That, I'm sorry, that match does hold nothing. Like, without the four, like, the, the other whole four point horsemen? of that was, like, the four horsewomen of wrestling and the four horsewomen of, prof- of MMA. Yeah. That was supposed to be the feud. You got rid of two of the four MMA. Yeah. Who, me, Marina Shafir is, like, fucking beating people's asses on fucking Dark. Because she signed... Granted, she didn't get her little all-elite graphic, but they're selling a fucking Marina Shafir t-shirt, so... Hopefully Roddy comes over soon. When his contract's up, he'll... Because you haven't seen him since he lost his belt. Nope. But Diamond Mine's been on. Yeah, the Creed Brothers. They're yeah. super high on the Creed Brothers. Malcolm Bivens, please. Malcolm re- Bivens needs to leave and go to Leave AEW. him. Leave, and he can come back, and him and Chuck Taylor can have that fucking... <laughs> 
awesome feud they were having on the indies. I think I think that's what like AEW needs a, a few more managers for like some of these younger people who don't who who really aren't that great on the mic. Yeah, they need like. I love Jake Snake Jake Roberts with fucking Lance Archer. Even though Lance Archer can like cut a promo. Yeah. I love the fact that you have creepy ass Jake Roberts, like who you honestly believe would probably murder you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. Like he does he just comes out and is f- genuinely fucking a threat. Cause you're like, you're old, but well, God he, damn, I'm pretty sure you'd kill me if I gave you the chance. <laughs> he did the short arm... Um, the short arm... Uh, clothesline. Clothesline. To Cole, and he was about to hit the DDT. People fucking went nuts for. And, but Lance they, was like, no. <laughs> yeah, and he, he ends up getting DDT'd. Um, you got Red Dragon. Officially reunited in AEW. Called, yep, and called Red Dragon. Yeah. Or as I used to call it, Redragon. Redragon, <laughs> yep. Lance, uh, Steven Lawson thing. Yeah. Um, and they got their original music back from the indies. That sounds like Dan, uh, dancing, but it's not. That's what I was like. I'm like listening to, I'm was listening to, I'm like, who is people, this supposed to sound like? Cause it was supposed to be the misfits. That's what I, then I'm like, who is yeah. this? Cause that's basically what AEW does. All their music sounds like legit songs. Nope. By legit artists, but, but it's is, not. But this is the song they used on the indies way before AEW. Yeah, no, but I'm like, it's yeah. not the people who the sound. Yeah, because like Eddie Kingston's is like a Kmart version of DMX. Yeah, and it's like a couple of it's a couple of different DMX songs. It's like mashed together. Yeah, I it's can. like what is it, the Omen or Damien, whatever it is? Because there's a lot of that like. The, the the weird high pitched voice when you listen to the full song, like the omen had when like the devil was talking to to DMX, like it, it it's meant to kind of be like a mix of like a few DMX songs in one, and I'm like I like it. Would it be better if he got to actually use a DMX song? Yes. Yeah. And I think those are the kind of things that Tony needs to do at like pay per views. Like, at Revolution, he should come out to, like, a legit DMX song. Um, what the fuck were we just talking about? Oh, Red Dragon. Yeah, because when Kyle came out and then they came out that first match, they had that first match as Red Dragon, and they played that song, and I was like, that sounds so fucking familiar. That sounds just like somebody... And I seen people in comments saying like the misfits and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, that sounds like fucking dancing. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up. It's not them. No, that's what I'm saying. Like them, and that might have been what they were using on the indies. But oh, like, so many of the freaking songs like sound like somebody else. Yeah. Um. So that's awesome. You have uh, undisputed. All you need is Roderick to come in. Mm-hmm. Then you have undisputed, and you can finally do undisputed versus the elite. When Kenny comes back. Um, on top of that, you had... Uh, fuck, who was the other person? Um, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, Showed yeah. Showed up last night. Showed up last night. The biggest non-surprise ever, because everybody knew it was Buddy Murphy. 
Yeah, but I mean, again, he still got a fucking massive reaction. Oh yeah, he got a when huge he pop. showed up, like people went nuts. Um, the commentary went nuts for him. Like they 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 sold the fact that like Buddy Matthews, the um, somebody like Excalibur should have been like, where's his where's his girlfriend? Because <laughs> oh, where's his ex? Because the not even ex. The last we've seen of them, they were together, and then they both disappeared off the television. Mysterio, like they would still, they, that storyline was still going. Oh, you said Myster- no. I'm talking about Mysterio's daughter. I thought you talked about like in real life. No, no, no I'm talking about Mysterio. Like, no, his like, I like, thought you like Alexa. They just poke fun at that. Yeah, because I was like Alexa and no, them Alexa, broke up was, a long time ago. No, I'm um, talking about the the the, the, the Mysterio thing. Yeah, like, but also it's like, Buddy Murphy, you you're the one who fucking took out Malachi Black's eye. <laughs> I think that's what, they, but they play, they're going to play in. I think that's yeah. the stuff they'll play in. Because originally that was what great acting by Mal, uh, Tommy End, Malachi mm-hmm. Black, of looking fucking scared. Yeah. And fucking like he's about to shit himself because of who he is. And then, of course, it's like obviously he's, he's going to beat up fucking Pac. And then uh, Malachi Black just sitting. La- laughing <laughs> like his fucking the, half like, off. It was a laugh, like a big, like you could tell it was like a big f- stupid fake laugh. Yeah. But it looks so maniacal. And then out of nowhere, Birdie King just runs out and starts beating up the fucking security guard that was supposed to come out for the, um, I think it was the same security guards that was coming out for the Eddie Kingston yeah, Jericho thing next. To, I mean, they were running down to the ring to like break it up. That one guy. He got a fucking, um, like, a body checked by the first guy, got body checked by Brody, and he went down fucking hard. And Brody King just murdered everybody. But the move, the best move I've ever seen in a long time, in a very long time, was taking Pac, throwing him on top of Penta's fucking shoulders, chopping Penta, and doing a poison Karana. Yeah. I've never seen that before. I've seen people do like the DDT, like super kick them, and they ended up doing a DDT. Or I've seen somebody do a make somebody do a Canadian destroyer on his own teammate, but I've never seen somebody do a poison rana. I mean, I just think the whole like I get they're they're doing this whole like the House of Black has a lasting effect on people. Yeah. I don't understand the whole changing Penta. Although they, they won, right? They technically yeah, Pac and Penta won. Yeah, because they did a great they they really did a great finish showing that Pac blocked the mist and that Malachi Black couldn't spit the mist out, so he fucking swallowed it and he got yeah. fucked up and lost the match that way. Because you can see him Going yeah, he outside. ran out the ring and got the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. got all the water and stuff like that. But the Penta Os whatever that I can't pronounce. I think it means dark. Sun, yeah, it's Sun Nero or something. Yeah, that was his gimmick in Lucha Underground. And the best thing is that I've seen on Twitter, and I think Stephen Lawson pointed it out on going in Raw, is that um, um. The fucking sidekick to Penta. Alex. Alex look like death from Bill and Ted. Dude, like I the 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 my original Instagram account I had uh before 
the dis- like I left the wrestling business. Like Alex followed me. Oh really? Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, I had so many. I had so many wrestlers that followed me on that account. Because again, everyone talked to me to do shows. Yeah. And then we'll talk about probably the greatest thing going on in AEW right now is the MJF Punk feud. Yeah, I mean, granted, I will give MJF that was a, an, a spectacular promo. Even before- I en- I enjoyed Eddie way but more, but that MJF bit like that was no I. We'll rewind back a little bit, going back to the uh, MJF finally defeats Punk in Chicago not once but twice, and now it makes sense of just laying the seeds months ago about being better than Piper in Portland and constantly hammer hammering home that that phrase mm-hmm. to where easily this is setting up for the doll collar match because the one match Piper's known for outside of WWE is his um Dog collar match against Greg DeHama Valentine. Yeah, which is why they're able to actually show. Yeah, show it. <laughs> and so, um, and then you got the promo last night. From I MJF. mean, the promo, his promo was great, and I get it. Like, part of me, like, I completely empathize with it. Like, I, I, I completely get it. Like, it, the, the, being Jewish and I mean like I could like the same shit happened to me at points in my life. I get it. Like which is why I'm like, this is legit like if this is a work, he is the greatest like fuck the rock. Fuck like he MJF is the greatest promo ever. Like he's legitimately better than Punk. If that was a work and he was fucking he cried on command. That but when he was finishing that promo, you could hear his voice cracking. You heard it a couple times, and I'm like, during a promo, this is 100% fucking legit. And I think Punk played; they played it perfect. Punk came out and was like, "Is that is is this fucking real?" I think that's the perfect way to fucking do it because now you got you fucking unless he fucking does something Wednesday. You don't think it's like it was all a lie? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I, Here's the thing. They that's what I'm saying. Unless they come out and do something like that and just fucking nosedive it, I think we should go in the the fucking dog collar match kind of fucking semi rooting. Like this is a double turn. No, I don't think it's a double turn because Wardlow they they still need to pay off between Wardlow and and MJF. Yeah. But I think you plant the seeds now for an eventual Do you think You have to like Make him wrestle Punk and people kind of like, well, I mean. Do you think Punk loses on purpose or has the chance to win, but he has that slight fucking hesitation? It may, and and again. Because you can't have MJF lose this match. No. Because you need to propel him. He has to be the next person to go up against. um, Yeah, because if he beats Punk, you can, like, he doesn't need to do anything else. He should go challenge. Hangman. Hangman. He's got to. He's got to be the number one person, because you beat you beat Punk, and Punk. Punk was undefeated. Technically, yeah, he beat Punk twice. So, beating Punk a third time in a dog collar match would probably really propel him up to number one. 
Yeah, uh, I, I think I think you. I like. Th- I don't think they should walk back anything that was done this week. No, at all. I think I think you have him go into that dog collar match with a good portion of the audience. Like maybe, maybe MJF is right. It's the fact Punk that Punk left us. Yeah. Like, it's, turn the crowd on Punk that way. Like, have Punk people, like, go, MJF's not wrong. Like, he's right. Punk left us. He said he was the voice of the... Like, he he was the one that was supposed to be speaking for all of us, and he just left. And it's also the... Um, I want to say that was probably the best promo I've ever heard since Mark Henry's fake retirement. I mean, that yeah, that was pretty good. Like... I'm not going to say, like, the the, the, Kingston, Jer- the Jericho Punk. Eddie segment wasn't better. I just enjoy Eddie more because he doesn't give a shit. I take that back. Punk and Kingston. That was... That was a very good one. Uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, you've got, you've got in AEW some of the best mic work in professional wrestling. See, the thing is... I've heard Eddie Kingston cut a fucking promo on a cookie. Yeah. And he did candy, Halloween candy, that one time. I Eddie love- Kingston on that microphone is absolute money. He made Jericho trip up. MJF, this promo propels, like, MJF is, like, top-tier fucking mic work. Like, I'm sorry, I would put MJF up against The Rock any day. Because I honestly think a lot of what The Rock did was scripted out before Tom. He's got an excellent delivery. Yes. And it's the fact of, especially later on, twice in a lifetime and stuff like that, whenever he's come back, it's just recycled. It's 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 recycled. He doesn't, he just, yeah. he comes in, does the greatest hits, but yeah. he's got bullet points given to him and he just has the ability to deliver and his delivery is great. MJF didn't write that promo. He didn't need to. That was. I mean, life. but I mean, it's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't write that promo. He delivered that promo probably just from, like, I know what I went through. I'm going to stitch all this together on the spot. Which is kind of why it looked like. I mean, even to say, like, Punk looked like he was a little taken aback. Like, he was caught off guard. Like, he didn't know that promo was going to go the way it did. Yeah. Um, we can do some rapid fire stuff real quick. Just yes or no. Okay. Does Austin fight Owens at WrestleMania? Unfortunately, yes. Um, will Japan, New Japan, do a super show with AEW and Impact? Yes, because Tony Khan listens to the show. <laughs> Um, will WrestleMania from now on be strictly part-timers and celebrities? Yes. I'm trying to think of what else. I should have written these down beforehand. <laughs> um, Hangman Page loses to Adam Cole. No. Does Kenny come back for WrestleMania weekend super show? If it's a New Japan Super Show, yes, because I Jay White is going to be involved. 
You think they do that shit? Like, bring that back? God, yeah, that would be the selling point for that. You don't think him and Akata? But, like, the Bullet Club shit will be, like, I think a big part of it. Like, Okada, yeah. You but bring I, back every single person out there that's available because you can't have Prince. You can't De- have Balor and you can't have AJ. Yeah, you can't have De- Prince Devitt and uh, AJ. But, I mean, it was bring- Jay White's the one that sent him away. Yeah, and Kenny was the one who was handpicked to put him over in Japan on the way out. Yeah. That's, that's kind of sucked is because you go back and watch the Kenny finally getting a belt against Okada and he didn't have it that long. Like, he barely had it a year and then he put over Jay White, which Dude, like, Kenny put, shocked a lot Kenny of people. Kenny didn't hold that belt. Like for Kenny being the guy in New Japan, he didn't have that belt all that long. But Kenny was the literally the biggest star they had. Like, yeah, like no offense to Okada and any all the like actual New Japan people, but Kenny was the biggest star they had. No. Kenny was the biggest star they had for the West. Okada is fucking huge in Japan, and he can have five star matches with anybody. Yeah, but what really put New Japan in the fucking sights was Kenny. Like especially for the West is Bucks Kenny. Bullet Club after AJ. No, Bullet Club during during AJ. Yeah, I mean it was it Balor like it was it got it got out there when Balor was at the head, but AJ it started gaining more momentum. Yeah, when AJ. AJ took over and they brought in Kenny as the cleaner, the Bucks were already in there. Then later on they brought in Adam Cole, Hangman Page came in right around the exact same time. Um and then finally when AJ Well left, yeah, because Bullet Club basically what Bullet Club was was a Western faction. Yes. Against all the other homegrown Japanese factions. Yeah, you had the Samoans with um the uh The Gorillas of Destiny. The Gorillas of Destiny, Prince Devitt and Bad Luck Fale mm-hmm. being the original members. And then you bring in um Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, not Machine Gun Kelly. Fuck, Jesus Christ! Machine Gun Anderson. Yeah, the, the Gallows and Anderson came in after. No, Gallows. Uh, oh no, Gallows came in way later. Gallows came in. Yeah, he came in later. Uh, Carl Anderson came in first because Carl Anderson was like the first American, uh, second American to reach the finals of the Junior Cup mm-hmm. and almost won it. That's what I'm saying. Like I would. That is a massive selling point. That interact. Those kind of things are a massive. Like, if you're going to do a super show the weekend of WrestleMania, which is the fucking rumor, uh, that's what Tony's big announcement's going to be, and they're trying to get all the logistics and shit done. Your your major selling point for that when you announce New Japan proper is going to be Okada, Bullet Club, Bullet Club, not just these non-signed remnants, but Bullet Club, Bullet Club. Do you do a trio's? Do you do Akata with two people versus Kenny and two people? Kenny and the Bucks? Or do you do like a five-man fucking match? I mean, here's the thing. You could do that. Or if you want to just do... Well, here's the thing. If you were going to do a super show, there should be like there should be very few, depending on who's in it. If it's like Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor and shit, I want to see... We'll never get a clean finish on this match, though. I would want to see Grisham, 
whoever's AEW champion at that point, if it's Hangman or whatever, Grisham, AEW champion, Impact champion, New Japan champion. And it also looks like Grisham did an interview, I think, yesterday or today, basically stating that it's not looking good for Ring of Honor coming back because a lot of the big-name talent that got let go is being signed. Yeah, they elsewhere. would have to start all they would start they would have to start over again with like a no like they would basically be starting fresh. You seen their Hall of Fame class this year? Yeah, it's like all the names. Yeah. Like they're not like all the like they're not associated with WWE anymore so we can actually induct them. I think it was Chris Hero, Punk, Dan- Punk Hero, Samoa Joe, Danielson. Danielson. Like Homicide? I don't know. I don't know what the, I know I those homicide? four. Um, so yeah, you had that. And, oh, speaking of Danielson, how the great shit he's doing with Moxley, like, do you not want a fucking team of, uh, Danielson as, think as your leader? I think at some point this year, we gotta get the trios titles. Oh yeah, got to. Cause there's like, I, and I love, I love factions. Like, I'm no, I'm not, um, there's never been any, any hiding. I love factions in wrestling. And... The trio's title, which is would basically be a faction title, because you got um, somebody on Twitter pointed out you can have Moxley and Danielson team up, and then you have the young guns of um, Lee Moriarty, Daniel Garcia, and Eula Wheel- uh, Wheeler. Yeah, he was the third guy, <clears throat> and then you have Moxley and Danielson break up. And you have Danielson and his crew versus Moxley, Santana, Ortiz, and Kingston. You have like a little fucking eight. Oh man. my god, that would be an amazing like that's an amazing faction. Like that's, Mox, Kingston, and the fucking LAX would be a, a yeah. goddamn. So you build that up. You have that. You let them run for a while. You break up that uh, Moxley and Danielson, and then you set up the big fucking. You have. Yeah, because you basically, have his crew. you just, Eddie's the shit Yeah. Like, Eddie be the one to break him up. Like, what do you, like, go to Mo- Moxley, I'm like, what are you doing? And Eddie hates fucking Danielson, like, in real life. Legit. Like, he did an interview for Russell Talk, and he was just shitting on everybody. He hates fucking Cesaro. I mean, he here's hates the thing. Like, he's, like, I would hope that some of the, like, he probably has a lot of animosity towards a lot of these people. Yeah. But I would think, like, at some point, he's like, my one thing. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an adult now, and we're all fucking making money. <laughs> but again, this is it's like it's like character work. Like, yeah, I want my Eddie Kingston to not like anyone. But here's the thing: my one problem with Eddie Kingston feuds, it's almost a broken record. Like the opposite. Like whoever he's going up against, it's like, oh, you're Eddie Kingston. They're literally bringing up the same points. I mean, I, he's... He, you have all this potential. I, you never used it. I you love, wasted I love, potential. like, he... Because he is that old school. He should, like, he does... His character is the angry old school indie guy. Who's just as good as... Like, his thing is, like, I'm as good as you are. I never got the shot. Like, let it, like... Because, like, that promo with Jericho. I'm like, he's not He's not wrong. He's not lying, but I think that's why why Eddie works. Like he, when any every pro every you know feud he's had so far since he's been there, like the promos aren't wrong, and he's been feuding with 
ex-Fed guys. If you notice, Kingston has not feuded with anyone other than ex-WWE guys. The Bucks. He did he really like that was how much of a few real was that really? See the best thing about AEW, they have such a great fucking young talent that they build up. Daniel Garcia is only twenty three years old. He's only been wrestling for like three years, and four one years. Year he was out with two broken legs. Yeah, Lee Mariotti. Early 20s. Fucking phenomenal. You've seen it versus Danielson. Yeah, like he, like AEW did what Vince started trying to do with NXT, where he was like, I'm only signing young people. Yeah. With no, like, no real name recognition that I can do what I want with. AEW's got the majority of the good talent. Um, The acclaim. Is fucking amazing. I love the acclaim. Dude, so Creator much. Pro has so many people in AEW. Um, like I'm, uh, like they need. Who's it? Bowens. Bowen is Bowens the one? No, uh, Max yeah, Caster. Caster. Okay. Go look. It's hilarious. Go look at the old like Creator Pro. I think, I think it was either Myers or it was uh, Sterling put up like an old picture of Creator Pro. Of like when they all were, like young and starting, and it's like Statlander, Caster. Sterling, Bear Bronson, uh, and a couple of other people that came out of Creator Pro. Like when they were first, I think mean, Caster's got like long black hair and fucking like facial hair. He looks like what's his face from Hamilton does in. Um, oh, William Jefferson? Yeah, like in Snowpiercer. Like, oh, yeah. He, that's what he looked like in the picture. He's got like the long, straight. Grown out hair. It's like Xavier Woods at times has, but not like like Xavier like presses his like it was just grown out, but not froed out. It was just like grown out. Gotcha. And he had like facial hair, and I'm like, that doesn't even look like him. I love like the acclaim is so fucking good. Oh god, yeah. Their intro, like when they come out the raps and stuff like that, is fucking extremely talented. Um, like we talked about 2.0, extremely fucking talented. And, um, AW, I'm hoping they don't have to, like, cause every Dynamite, I think they put in too much, like, you don't put some, a lot of these matches on free TV. Like, you save these for pay-per-views. But here's the thing, they only do pay-per-views once a quarter, so you can't, you can't keep them all for three months. Or you just do more pay-per-views? No, I think I, I think the way because the way I'm watching it, I'm like so enthralled with it week to week. I don't even notice that they don't put on a pay-per-view every month. Yeah, I mean every Dynamite is a mini like back. Yeah, at the like beach. you have like, and that's why I'm like, I'm okay with like dark and elevation having like where people pad their records. Yeah, because when they're on a Wednesday, you feel like it's a big deal. Even Rampage doesn't feel like a B show. Like, granted, I wish it was at a better time slot. Like, I think that's what hurts it. But they're yeah, they did seven o'clock last week because of the NBA. Well, yeah, they will. But well, and that was the week. That was the Friday that SmackDown was taped. 
Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how the numbers were though. I didn't look. Um Dynamite last night did a one point one point zero one. So they went back over a million. You know, it's it's they're holding st- like you they're holding steady like and then again you don't know what the DVR numbers are yeah like none of that's in count that's none of, none of that's included and the fact that Raw dropped to almost a one point three something at one point and then now they slowly went back up a tiny bit they're at like one point sevens one point eights and they have to and again to 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 make WrestleMania like. To get wrestling fans to go to WrestleMania, they're gonna have to fucking drag Austin out. Who, I'm sorry, Austin is set up and down. He's never gonna wrestle again. If he comes back strictly for money, I'm gonna feel the same way I did about fucking Sean. Like, you, your legacy means shit. But here's the thing: Do you really want to see Austin? No, he hasn't had a match in 20 years. No, that's what I'm saying. I do not want to see Austin fight Owens because. I will not believe a 50, almost 60-year-old man is going to beat Kevin Owens. Uh, every fucking Goldberg match. I don't be- I didn't believe him beating anybody either. But he did it. <laughs> Just like Flair. When he was still beating people. Like, what? I, I just... Again, like I don't need I don't need monthly pay per views from AEW. I'm good with what they do. Uh, I like what cultures like we don't wa- I, I I don't watch Dark and Elevation. They need to put people on Wednesday and Friday more. I'm like no, bro. Like I, that's one of the things. Like I will say, like I, I'm a hypocrite because I don't watch WWE anymore, other than the pay per views. So that's same that, with me. That's kind of why I'm I, I'm like saying we don't cover them as much. Because I, I can't honestly critique something I'm like, I'm not willing, I'm not openly watching. Like, it's all crap. I know it is. I don't need to watch it to say it's crap. Because then you can see the payoff at the pay-per-view. Like, oh yeah, nothing nothing, prob- nothing was done to do this because the cards are like announced the week after the last pay-per-view. Which is again why a, th- a pay-per-view every quarter is way better. Because you're not having a pay-per-view on a Saturday and giving away the card that coming the next pay-per-view card that coming Wednesday. You can actually build up to matches. You have matches in between that don't mean anything. They're actual matches. Um, we'll leave you on this real quick for WrestleMania. It's two nights. It's in Dallas. They're desperate to get over 100,000 people for both nights. Not combined, but like night one, 100,000, night two, 100,000. They're so desperate that they're getting every celebrity they can. I mean, they're going to lie about attendance one way or the other. Oh, yeah. They're going to they're gonna add the fucking people working concession into the into yeah. the figures. Because technically, they're there. Yeah. Um, but it's so bad right now that every other day they're doing a two-for-one special for Dude, WrestleMania. Dude, here's the thing. The, the biggest thing that I took away, they're fucking over the Hall of Fame. You're putting in The Undertaker and it's going to be on a SmackDown. Like, that's where the Hall of Fame is going to be. They're not doing a thing on its own. They're literally doing it at SmackDown because they know they're not going to have the attendance in town for it. 
that is the the sad truth now. And if AEW technically they can't do a super show in Dallas because it all. Depends. I mean, they they can do it. It all depends. Like I like here's the thing. Like they tried that shit in New Orleans and it didn't it didn't work. Saying that there couldn't be another wrestling show within city limits or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, you can go to Houston. But, I mean, because that, that shit definitely didn't fly here. Yeah, you go to San Antonio. Um, I mean, there was literally the Super Show was this, what, what, within walking distance. You do it of here. Fuck, of the fucking dome. Oh, you, dude, I would love that. Oh, my God. You do it here. It's a six-hour drive to Dallas from here. You would fucking take away. Oh yeah. Here's the problem though, I, that would be awesome for us, for me and you, but it would suck for the people putting on shows in Dallas. That is true. Because you just took away a ton of people that might go to a, the Effie's big gay brunch mm-hmm. or Ziggy Dice's outrageous paradise or any other local show indie shows that's going to put on basically put all their eggs and, in one and, basket and that's not enough time for me to put together a show oh fuck no for that weekend no especially since everybody i know works for AEW. and everybody's going to be doing shows that weekend yeah in dallas i mean i would love like that would be the ultimate like i don't even care if it was like again like i'm saying like i would like go to freaking do madison square garden the same weekend as fucking wrestlemania you don't have to fucking sell, like. You don't have to sell out a fucking stadium. Go fucking sell out an arena. But again, they still taking my Tony's still taking my idea of a super show. We said that shit first, right here, on the Breakdown Pro Wrestling Podcast. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for the, for this, and we will see you. Next week, I'm Wayne, that is Paul, and we're out.